and assorted riffraff. It gives me great pleasure to introduce this, the Staggering Stories 50th podcast. May they indulge in much silliness and idiotic banter, and may the head of poetry smile benevolently upon them. God bless them all, and all who sail in them, and God help us all. Hit it! <laughs> Welcome, 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 one and all, to our 50th podcast. You seem upset. You seem I am up- upset. Have a bit of cake. I'll have a Yay. bit of cake. Yay. We've got cake. Chocolate cake. Yay. Uh, blow out the candles first. After three, because there's 50 of them, so we'll all have to do it. Okay. One, two, three. <laughs> oh, you're having that bit. <laughs> yeah. Someone pop real Keith. Anyone got any oxygen? <laughs> Real Finished? Keith, real Keith looks like he's just been filleted. <laughs> <laughs> and I've gone, all, I've gone all high. I'm seeing stars now. Go on then, El Presidente, cut the cake. Ceremonial cake cutting. And don't forget a slice for the head of Pertwee. Oh, hello, hello, head of Pertwee! He's got a hat. He has. He's got a party hat. His has got... Oh, what is that? That's a long way away. Are they stars? No, they're smiley faces. Smiley faces. We've got plates. We've got plates. The head of Pertwee is currently wearing an orange hat with yellow smiley faces, which are blowing out whizzy things from their mouths. (laughs) 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 Oh, real Keith's got a knife. Ceremonial cake slicing. Can I have some? Cake slicing? (laughs) (laughs) My lord. <laughs> Where's the head of Pertwee slice? Oh, head of Pertwee slice, there we go. There you Yay. go. Well, you probably good. won't understand much of the rest of the podcast. Yeah. Oh, we've got cake. Oh, oh, oh. Chocolate cake. Mm, creamy. <laughs> <laughs> Moist. <laughs> mm, lickable. We hope you enjoy listening to us eat cake. Well, <laughs> listening to us masticating. My heart. My heart. Gene, suck the cream. I think. We should choose this moment to uh, remember some of the greatest staggering story podcast moments of the past. Oh yeah! I'd like, to, I'd especially like to point out the part when. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. But I wasn't but, there. Uh, uh, you were. 
because it was just our uh, whole. Mm, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that one. And, and do you yeah, remember the time? Oh, uh, do you remember mm, the time mm, when mm, Adam? Yeah. Oh, and then it fell cake. off. Didn't yeah, it? it did. It did. <laughs> Went spung in his face. Was that just after you sort of like? Uh, oh, oh, that was oh. it. Yeah, mm, yeah. That's mm, the one. That's the one. Just before Crumbly ate the um with the purple dots. And of course, there was the spoiler moment when the head of Pertwee picked up their horn with his lips and tongue. That's when the police came. Yeah. And we all spend the night in the cells when it's a big hairy man came up and <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't here for that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you've enjoyed those moments in the past with us and, yeah. and remember them. Those happy memories. memories. Oh, yeah. I stabbed myself with my mm. pen. Mm. That was a nice cake, even if it was a stand-in cake. Yeah, it was a stand-in real cake. Real Keith cake. left the real cake at home by the microwave. So construct number one and construct number two by now are lying on the floor in a sugar-induced haze. <laughs> <laughs> going, dude, do you think we were meant to eat that? Oh, it doesn't matter, dude. We'll say the cat did it. Anyway, I'm Golden Anniversary Crumbly. Oh, I didn't know we were thinking up silly names. <laughs> oh, that's not fair. I'm not introducing myself now. That was stroppy, thank you. <laughs> I'm festively plump Adam after that cake. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing the right shirt for it. I'm, oh my God, I'm too young to be celebrating 50 years of Doctor Who. You're 51. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're 40... Oh, hell. Um, Eight. No, you're not. You're really 48. You're... But he's... But you know, you know, you're 45. Don't confuse me. <laughs> but, but at the 50th anniversary, I'll be 48. Ah. <laughs> so real Keith will be dead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Should have broken that to him gently. <laughs> gently, is that a word? It is now. Anyway, hello. This is Jean. And I'm slightly tarnished, Wilkie. <laughs> See, El Presidente's blower works. <laughs> Even if yours has gone limp. My blower works. He just fell off. He's <laughs> now a duck caller. <laughs> you, see, you got, you got, and. But I can't do them at the same time, you see. Like so many things. Oh! Cameron, he's a man. Oh! No, you're not a man if you're going to complain about it. Shoving this frivolity to one side, it's over to... Oh, boo! (laughs) Boo! Again I say boo! You've had too much coffee. I've had eight cups today. El Presidente said drink lots of coffee so you're awake. (laughs) And now I'm seeing dots in front of my eyes. She's whizzing her head off, right? Mm. Sorry, Crumbly, carry on. It's over to a 50th anniversary edition of The News with El Presidente. Tortured News. No Doctor Who news. No, no. no, 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 no. Tortured news. No spoilers. Nobody Promised. worried. I think, what is it? Who hasn't seen it yet? America? Most of the world hasn't seen it yet. Okay. So I'm not allowed to tell them the bit about... <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Next time. We've got the ratings in for the Children of Earth, and they're very, very good. Uh, it's roughly 
about six million each day, shade under before they take into account overnights and iPlayer and recordings, etc., etc. This is just from that night, and it started at five point nine million and ended at five point eight with a peak on day four, Thursday at six point two. If my video recorder had worked, day three would have been more than five point nine million. I added to the iPlayer ratio at that Uh, point. That's that's quite healthy, really. It It is is. Uh, apparently Hotel Babylon, which normally inhabits the Friday 9pm slot it's about 4.5 million so we're nearly a million and a half over that that's very good yeah. I, I knew it done well because people at work you knew it yes. done well look love I'm a cockney <laughs> I, I knew it done, done well <laughs> governor I, I knew it done well governor because people at work who usually don't watch sci-fi or admit to it were actually saying to me she said nah and uh, BBC HD channel got 100,000 which ooh, I think ooh, is fairly healthy it. for BBC HD which is, yeah. I was one of those <laughs> show off heroes news according to that pantheon of all current affairs uh-huh. the daily star oh, oh, oh yes heroes Quality. hottie Hayden Panettiere is going lesbian in the next series <laughs> the 19 year old curvy character Claire will enjoy girl on girl action with her college roommate you can find the level of the paper can't you yeah. last night an insider revealed it's just girly fan at first <laughs> <laughs> but it might progress into something more serious. It depends how the viewers respond. <sighs> she has a Kleenex gun up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so are they desperate for viewing figures, do you think? You uh, reckon? Uh, yeah. I think so, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's awful. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. But, uh... So she's been happily driving stick for the last yeah. three series. Yeah. Yeah. But suddenly, <laughs> and suddenly, oh no, let's not do yep. that. She's dancing down the other end of the ballroom. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Hang on. Maybe she's going to be a female version of Captain Jack if it moves. Mm. Yeah. As yes. Victoria Wood said, she's not a lesbian, she's a lady in comfortable shoes. <laughs> <laughs> back, we're back to the lavender passage again. Oh. <laughs> Hot news from the Hollywood Reporter. DreamWorks is in, in negotiations to require movie rights to the toy from Mattel, The Viewmaster. <laughs> A movie about The Viewmaster? <laughs> <laughs> and has asked Alec Kurtzman and Roberto Orki to do some Transformers-style magic on it. Oh so I just don't get yeah. this. You do realise there's a whole generation out there that do not have a clue what, what a Viewmaster view master is. is. Yeah. So then it shall be our seat. <laughs> Brad Caleb Kane, who works as a writer-producer for the duo's Fox series Fringe, is on board to write the screenplay. Kurtzman and Orki will produce. See, most things I can work out how they're doing it. When they said Transformers the movie, I thought, yeah, that's going to be really big in the special <clears> effects <throat> department. I can see that happening. Yeah. But Viewmaster the movie, I'm, ha- I'm having trouble. <laughs> yeah, we're all, I think we all are. Having trouble visualising it. Mm. Story 3D movie, of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> I think I've spotted a merchandise thing, mm. though. It's <laughs> 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 Story specifics are being kept under wraps, though Kane, <laughs> if there are any, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. who tweeted his involvement during the holiday weekend, said, It will be like the old 80s Amblin movies. Goonies, young Sherlock, in that vein. Oh, that post has been no. taken down. Amblin style movies has been t- the modus operandi of the Kurtzman Orky banner. So, watch this space. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that's going to take some doubts. real creative oh, writing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bankrupt of ideas again. TJ Hooker, heartthrob of the 80s. <laughs> oh, now take that back. 
Okay, TJ Hooker, set in the 80s. <laughs> that's, that's better. <laughs> there is a movie planned, um, I think, without the successful appearance of William Shatner. The <laughs> <laughs> um, Shatner played a veteran <clears throat> patrol sergeant who ruffled feathers with his no-nonsense attitude but always got the job done and the corset never moved and the wig <laughs> stayed in place. The series ran from 1982 to 1986. God, was it that long? Yeah. It yep. seemed longer. <laughs> According to the Variety report, a movie version is in the planning stages with the mask director, Chuck Russell, set to take the helm. The movie would be an action comedy that revolves around the relationship between the cop and his father. Shatner starred in the original show with movie producer David Hepp explaining... The series was the poster child for cop shows in the 1980s. With great stunts, so we think there's a fun movie to, move, to be made from it. I'm sorry, <laughs> Chips was the poster. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> shows in the 80s. Yeah. Was it somebody once said of Eric Estrada, Can you walk and chew gum at the same time? <laughs> oh, who cares? <laughs> yeah, who cares? <laughs> Brent Maddock and S.S. Wilson, two fine American shit? names, <laughs> will write the script. No word yet on if Shantner might have a starring or cameo role in the film. Oh, oh look. He'd play his father, he'd have to. No, no, he'll play Hooker. Because he's still got the dynamic physique for it. Oh, of course he has, I, mean, I forgot. The, the, the concept, it was an action series, but it was just no disrespect to them all. It was just a run of a mill cop show. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing special about it. I, I have an addendum. Oh, yeah. Addendum. An addendum. It's one I, I saw just before we came out. It's been advertised on the SFX website, if you want to go and have a look. But in the lines of Scooby-Doo, they are going to produce a live-action Hong Kong fooey film. Yes! <laughs> Who is this superhero? Sarge? No. Rosemary, the telephone operator? No. Henry, the mild-mannered janitor? Could be. Hong Kong Fooey, number one super guy. Hong Kong Fooey, quicker than the human eye. We are so hypocritical. We sit here week after week complaining about remakes. Uh They mention live-action Hong Kong fooey and we're bouncing around, you know, and it's nothing to do with the coffee. Will it have Scatman Carruthers? I don't know. He's dead. No names are are attached as of yet. Gene, audition for Rosemary. (laughs) I want to know who's going to be Spot. Spot will be a CGI Garfield type thing. (laughs) He's excited, I can tell Do you realise it took me, because that was on in the 70s, it took me ages to work out that Spot had stripes (laughs) (laughs) and that that was the joke. (laughs) That's it, cutting edge journalism. I was six! (laughs) (laughs) I just remember out that Hong Kong Fu is really a mild mannered janitor. (laughs) And now, for your delight and delectation, we have the best and worst of the Who's. This is all of them, by the way, so yes. go and put the kettle on. This could take a while. <laughs> yeah. Being, being the 50th podcast and being yeah, essentially a Doctor Who podcast, we thought we'd do a brief... Did you hear that, Keith? Brief. <laughs> rundown of our favourite bits from the show. 
each it could be anything it could be it could be favorite episode favorite movie movie favorite music a one-liner a favorite monster absolutely anything so el presidente why don't you start all right, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of being grown up if you can't act childish now and then? That's your favourite bit. 50 years of this bloody show, and that's your favourite bit. You told us okay. to be brief. This is true. This is I'll very true. I'll talk to anyone, me. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you want to put these into sentences? <laughs> <laughs> All of it, basically. Oh, one okay. thing I asked you to do. One thing. <laughs> Write down some notes about your favourite bits. Is what I said. It doesn't have to be much. I said just I think a bit. <laughs> I do love to watch her blubber. I'm feeling depressed. Have some cake. Oh, yeah, have some, have a bit of cake. Have some cake. Ooh, I'll have a bit of cake. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> My favourite thing about Doctor Who is all of it and the fact that you can go anywhere in time and space and it's really really good and I love it and I think it's brilliant and I wonderful wonderful. The worst thing about it is they cancelled it for so long. God, she's not very forgiving, is she? No, she's not. She's not. She actually took a, a contract out on... Um... Michael Grade. Thank you. Mm. Oh, by the way, if anyone says wonderful chaps, all of them, I will commit violence on Crumbly. Wonderful oh, chaps, all, all of, them. of them. You're heartless. <laughs> Absolutely heartless. <laughs> Ow. Go on, El Presidente. Give all us right. some of your favourite bits. Okay. From Doctors 1 to 10, then. Go on, then. Right next speed. Go on, then. <laughs> First Doctor. Best bit of it, just him. He's cranky, unpredictable. <laughs> He's a bit dangerous, but he evolves. He, he starts with a really unpleasant character and becomes quite a nice chap by the end. And dies. And then he dies. His worst bit, you know, First Doctor in general, the gunfighters. Oh, God, <laughs> yes. Second Doctor. Patrick Troughton. Obviously, William Harden win the first. Uh, best bit, again, the, his character redefined the character of the Doctor. He made him energetic, young, completely different, and he kind of set the model for all Doctors after him. Uh, the worst bit, it's the beginning of the overly long stories. Eight, ten parts. Oh, mm, yeah. yes. The invasion! Oh. <laughs> the war games. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're not bad stories, but too long. Third Doctor, John Pertwee. Best, he's now in colour. <laughs> <laughs> and it you know it's all exciting and colourful and it, it stunts and all that sort of stuff the worst bit came a bit formulaic every week on earth master. some aliens mm. yeah. the master yeah. unit all the time and again a bit you know long episodes Tom Baker fourth doctor best bit robots of death mm. <laughs> yep. please yes. do not throw hands at me yep. I heard her cry the worst bit towards the end of his run his penultimate season perhaps Tom Baker comedy half hour yeah. where oh, he definitely. clearly got definitely. too much control behind the scenes he did tit about a bit mm. yes. fifth doctor Pete Davidson best bit caves around Rosani and his regeneration yes yes Giving up his life, not for entire planets, not for the entire universe, but just for his companion. And her breasts. <laughs> <laughs> the worst bit of Pete Davidson's time, too many companions. At least they kill one off, though. <laughs> Sixth Doctor, Colin Baker. Best bit, attack on the men. <laughs> the worst bit, his early personality, attacking Perry, yeah. both physically and verbally. And why did she stay with him? Uh, Seventh Doctor, Sylvester McCoy. Best bit, again, the Doctor himself became manipulative. It became a mystery again. Mm. The worst bit, early Sylvester, the mm. clowny around. He should not clown. No. <laughs> uh, Eighth Doctor, McGann. Not much to say, but. The best bit, the budget. <laughs> <laughs> Big budget. True. It looked good, but the worst bit, it was American. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. 
to all our American listeners. I'm sure even the American Doctor Who fans agree that it lost something in its American translation. Ninth Doctor, Eccleston, Christopher Eccleston, the best bit, he revitalised the series, brought it back for a modern audience, he made it cool again. The worst bit, he's only around three months. (laughs) Even reading my notes. Uh, Sorry. And finally, the tenth Doctor, David Tennant, best bit. He's a fan, and you can kind of tell he's a fan. He, yeah, he really puts his all into it. Enthusiasm, and I think the audience responds to that. He's such a popular character because he just puts himself into it completely. The worst bit of the tenth time. Enough with the Daleks already. <laughs> <laughs> I would have said enough with Blooming Rose already. Yeah. So well. <laughs> that was that was brief. It was brief. Well done. Yes. I do mine now. You've chosen most of them anyway. Oh, uh, okay. First Doctor, best bit, the appearance of the Daleks. Oh. Can I have two best bits? Because the second best bit was the theme tune, which I've mentioned before. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The worst bit... Well, it was the gunfighters, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> none of you like Peter no. Pervert? Sorry, Pervert's singing. <laughs> oh, most terrible action. Second Doctor, the best bits. His uh, Charlie Chaplin impression. <laughs> yeah. Charging around like a little clown. Worst bits... <laughs> Um, the blatant sexism towards various companions, including Jamie. <laughs> 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 <wear a> skirt. <laughs> yeah. Third Doctor, best bits, his tinkering. The fact he could make anything out of anything and was always mm. trying to. Worst bits, not enough Sergeant Benton. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Fourth Doctor, best bits... Everything. Yeah, everything. The jelly babies, the scarf, the smile, the fact that you could trust him. Worst bit, Adric. <laughs> Fifth Doctor, best bit, Peter Davison. <laughs> With Worst his wide open, open bland on his face. Bland, Dressing down. Yes. Worst bit, Adric. <laughs> Sixth best Doctor. Bit, Adric dies. <laughs> Sixth Doctor, best bits. Ooh, damn, I think I'm going to have to agree with Attack of the Cybermen. Really? What? <laughs> yeah, because it was, on a second viewing, rather good. Worst bit was his costume, which I hated from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Seventh yep, Doctor, yep. best bit was his um, interaction with Ace, one of yeah. the best Doctor companion teams ever. Worst bit was the fact that Sylvester McCoy wasn't really the best actor in the world. Yeah, and true. there was some dialogue that was very forced, but from a better actor would have been delivered better. Mm. Eighth Doctor, mm, best bit, again, the budget and the special effects. Worst bit, that bloody awful ruler sound. You can tell <laughs> I haven't listened to any of the big finishes with the Eighth Doctor in, or I would have more to say. Ninth Doctor, best bit, the empty child and the Doctor dances. Oh, yeah. It's just one of my favourite stories ever. Yep. Worst bit, like El Presidente said, that he wasn't around for longer. Tenth mm. Doctor, best bit, oh, he's just lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Worst bit. Although this could technically also be the ninth Doctor was the Slitheen. Oh, yes, I think we'll all agree with that. Grumbly, tell us yours. All I can add to that, I mean, for obvious reasons, many people, I mean, they can see many pros and cons to their various Doctors. I mean, everyone has their favourites. The thing is, it was a whole new... Well, when it first started, it was something completely new. A man who could change his appearance, travelling around through time and space in essentially what was a police box. I'm sure you'll agree with me, so everyone has their favourite Doctor and their favourite episodes, and also their favourite pros and cons as well. From Patrick Stroughton uh, through to uh, Tom Baker, Peter Davison with his round, open, bland face, <laughs> through to Colin Baker and Sylvester McCoy. I mean, the series was, was on a roll until... But unfortunately, it got cancelled. I mean, not enough people was watching at a time when... Uh, 
uh, the show. Well, I've been going through the doldrums for a little while, and it was um, it was starting to have a renaissance. But I would say the time when people's interest were peaked and interest in the show was at its height was when the new series was announced. Mm. Newest, new Doctor, new assistants, new TARDIS, new everything. New danger. Mm-hmm. New danger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the show hit the ground running. Christopher Eccleston with his sort of street punk type uh, Doctor. Yeah, through to David Tennant. Yeah, he's all tall, skinny. Lovely. Lovely. <laughs> skinny. Skinny. Yes. <laughs> and now you're we not have tall. <laughs> no, not tall. And, and now... you've got a stupid hat on. <laughs> True. And now we have the unknown quantity of uh, Matt Smith to look forward to. I mean, I wish him all the best with brand new writing staff, a complete makeover of the TARDIS. I wish the guy every every success in, in his new role. I yeah. think he's going to be great. I really mm. do. Yes. I wonder if he's going to get a haircut though. Yeah, flock of seagulls things. You're running yeah. away from the Daleks. Your yep. hair gel gives out, and suddenly you're running into walls because you can't see. Into <laughs> <laughs> where? Walls. Walls. I thought she said Woolworths first. <laughs> he's a time lord. Yeah, if he wants to run into Woolworths, he can do it. I just think I'll pop in, buy some hair gel. <laughs> Don't exterminate for me a moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and I'll get some pick and mix as well. Yeah, they're yeah. selling pick, pick and mix, mix online. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculously expensive, of course. But no. <laughs> anyway, back to Doctor Who. <laughs> said Trumbly. Right. Real Keith. Right, now, remember what we discussed yep. about yes. being brief. He okay. can have my brief. seconds, because I didn't do it properly, so he can have the bit I should have spent doing it properly. Okay. Um, <laughs> that was brief enough, well done. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I thought long and hard, and yeah, I think most of people have covered the points that I wanted to make. I'd oh, like dear. to just make uh-huh. one small point. Go on then. The Doctor. Now, yeah. remember what I said I'd do <laughs> No, you that, said... That, that, that's, that's what my answer was going to be, but all other shows... Uh, Star Trek, uh, uh, Stargate are military. They're backed up with guns and bombs. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and with even the Doctor, Blake Seven, even Blake Seven. But with the Doctor, he is unarmed. The only time he does pick up a gun, you know, the situation is in deep doo doo. He'll mm-hmm. always give the enemy the chance to surrender, even if it's the one chance. Mm-hmm. The chance is always offered. So it's the overlying metaphor of we can sit down. And t- discuss this and work it out non-violently. Doesn't always work. No, but, it never works. But yeah, <laughs> but, works but, at all. but the philosophy is there. It gives the yeah. chance that yes, we can discuss this. You yeah. don't think he just happens to be really, really absent-minded and just keeps forgetting to put his gun in his pocket? <laughs> Maybe. No. no. No, okay. <laughs> you got anything else to add, young Jean? Yes, I'd, I'd just like to add one last thing, apart from the fact that the Doctor is brilliant and, and, and so <laughs> Is the one other thing from Doctor Who that I absolutely adore and I wish it was in here now. David Tennant, yeah, we no. discussed that. <laughs> Jamie McCrimmon. <laughs> he's got lovely knees, hasn't he? He's got, oh, he's got lovely everything. Oh, oh, <laughs> and he wears those that. socks well. Oh dear. I what you're odearing about. I tricked you into thinking that that's not who we named our youngest son after. <laughs> I wore a kilt once. Yeah, it was funny. You actually I don't have sho- the same knees. You actually mm. showed your knees? Yeah, through London. I think we should chuck in an honourable mention for the music, not just for the new series, but the yeah. old series. Yeah. It was always mm. iconic. Yes. You uh, could tell it was Doctor oh, yeah. Who just by the music. I yeah. have to say, even these days, you listen to that music, and as soon as you get that opening bars, it still gives you a little tingle. And I, <laughs> oh, yeah. I know grown adults that still don't like the music because it frightens them. Yep. <laughs> We're grown adults. Well, Apparently. I think it's because it, it, not only the, was it the first that 
sort of li- really use sound effect onto the 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 music with the old shilling going up and down the uh, piano piano wires. The connotation that music Daleks, that music Cybermen and all this of it. Well, exactly, and there's sound effects I mean, like the TARDIS. So Everyone many... knows it. Yeah. Mm. I mean, they're so immediately recognised. I mean, going back to what we were saying in, in a previous podcast, I mean, show somebody a silhouette of a, of a Dalek mm. and they'll yeah. immediately recognise yeah. it. Or play the actual sound yeah. of the uh, TARDIS materialising, they will immediately recognise yeah. it. And yeah. I think the wonderful thing about the programme is between 1963 and now, it has changed, it's evolved. In some respects, it's unrecognisable from what it started as. Definitely. But it's exactly the same programme yeah. it yeah. started exactly. as. Yeah. How many other programmes have you got a spaceship in it or a car or what have you that the outside of? Has not changed. Yeah. Yeah. You can do what you like, to, but the outside hasn't changed. The premise hasn't changed really that much over the years. Mm. The character, although he's been played by umpteen different actors, the character himself hasn't changed. Mm. He's yeah. still the good guy that gets out of it through thinking and, using as you say, bride. without yeah. using violence necessarily. <laughs> and there aren't many programmes that actually have that continuity, yet variation at the mm. same yeah. time. Well, that's it. I mean, the show is in a constant state of change with actors, you know, scenarios and such, and yet there are certain things about it that are immutable. Brilliant. <laughs> Very much so. Well, I thought the term is fantastic. Mm. <laughs> Damned good idea his father had. What was it? Verity and... Um... Yeah, <laughs> Sydney. So there you go. That was the briefest best of worst of the entire series <laughs> ever. You said you'd punch me. We're if I very wanted. good. Yeah. We've, we've learnt to edit ourselves. Wow. So said, no, some said, of us just didn't prepare. <laughs> no, no, some of us were afraid. I should think so. <laughs> And now, Grapple fans, returning for one night only, it's Fight Club! Sound like a train. <laughs> peep, peep. <laughs> and now, for your entertainment, in the red corner, we have Classic Kirk, as portrayed by William Shatner. And in the blue corner, we have New Kirk, as illustrated by Christopher Pine. Right. I want no blows beneath the belt. I want a good, clean fight. That's my first four out. <laughs> and are you ready? Go. New Kirk, that unk of man, <laughs> whips off his trousers no. to reveal the package of the gods. <laughs> he stalks towards old Kirk, declaring, this? let me see what you've got, old man, before jabbing in the, him in the eyes with his huge inflated fingers. I was almost going to have to, you know, call a foul. <laughs> Your riposte. Oh, bit dazed by that. Oh, getting punchy fingers in the face. Old Kirk, Benny flops new Kirk into a swimming pool that tries to drown him. Oh, 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 oh. 
Oh, that's bad. You're I borderline call foul there. on <laughs> bad that, taste that, grounds. I, 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 I'll, I'll allow it. Can I ask how the swimming pool got into the vehicle? Did no one notice who was there? Is this a sparring match or a mud wrestling? I will allow it, but watch yourself, Cole. Watch yourself, classic Oh, I hate you lot. Did we not explain the game properly? <laughs> Come on, I'm going to have to have you for time wasting. Come on, Come on. I do apologise, do apologise. One, uh, New two. Kirk gets his teddy. <laughs> Where are you off now? <laughs> <laughs> not that kind of a teddy. Gets his teddy and throws it out of his pams, pram, straight into the eye. Of old Kirk. Oh, See, when we said New Kirk, Gene took it to the extreme. <laughs> Very new. This is the New Kirk that's still escaping from the spaceship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kirk was always throwing his prime out the toy. Out the toy. <laughs> You're going to be disqualified in a minute. All right. Okay, we're going to have to fight Dirty. Repost. Yes, having a teddy bear thrown at him. Right, it is then that the Shat oh. takes off his shirt. Oh, and no. does his corset and lets it all flop out. Ooh. And he simply says, This is what you look like in 45 years. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that, that, that is below the belt. Again, yeah, well, yeah, I'm going to have to. The, 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 the second warning. Second one. One more, and you get a disqualification. But of course, New Kirk has, has the ultimate weapon, though. Oh. He just looks at Old Kirk and says, But you're wearing red. A red shirt. <laughs> yes. You're going down. Oh. You're wearing the red shirt of the red corner. <laughs> I think that's a winning move. Okay. Do you, do you have a rip off? Nope. All right then. Um, that was an easy win. Oh. Old Kirk's just old. <laughs> yeah, uh, he may be old, but he did fight dirty. He got two warnings. Remember, yeah. Yeah. two See? warnings. Yep. Cheats. Well, that was Fight Club. I declare the winner, New Kirk. Yay! Okay, does anyone want a coffee? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I've got two yeah. I think. Yeah, this will be my ninth. Orange juice. Yeah. This is new, Adam. What's what that? does this Ooh. button do? Welcome, welcome. I'm... Who am I? Crumbly? Oh, yes. I'm Crumbly. I've got to go to the toilet. I'm... Uh, no. Somebody? Anyone know who I am? I remember once. Or was it twice? Oh, no, uh, no. oh dear. Anyway, this is Staggering Stories Podcast Series 4, number 27. Ooh, 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 ooh. I've and now the news with El Presidente. There's been a new Doctor Who spin-off series oh. confirmed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is the 23rd one, uh, is it now? 
second series 23rd or third series 23rd? Oh, third. Ah, what? have you seen my teeth? Outgoing Doctor Who Supremo, Stephen Moffat, the vast Hoffie, Amen. Amen. has confirmed the long-rumoured spin-off series on Karen Gillan's popular companion. Oh, Called Grunhilde Nobnacker, Earth Defender, it will centre on Gillen's character acting as alien advisor to the new United Torchwood Institute, Unti, and their adventures in repelling alien invasions of Basingstoke. It always happens in Basingstoke. Have you noticed that? The 13 episode first season will commence filming in January and it is expected to air in the the spring pre-production is already well underway in Manchester. You'll be in the home by then, but Mr. they've got Jelly? a good telly. Mr. Jelly, yes, blue oh. probably. Oh, that's good. Yeah. With Ent- the central surround sound frontal lobal that's things. That's the one yeah. better than life. Toast. Any other news, El Presidente? Is the one about Shatner? Who? Shatner. That's right. Speak up. Shatner. Okay. Two sugars. You've shat. You've shatner. Gene, move. Don't (laughs) let him do that to you. I I, I thought I smelt something funny. (laughs) Shatner's preserved body is to have two homes. I haven't even got one. (laughs) What, body? That's like that song. I got no body. The, The dispute over the embalmed body... Of the legendary Captain of Pop and Cake and Hot Dogs, finally been and laid to rest. Oh, Don't forget good. the crisps. Is he dead then? Yes. I hope oh. so. Shatner <laughs> gone? Yes. Ah, oh, I'm leaking. For several months, get on with the, it. The two warring factions of fans have been vying to display the Shat's body in their preferred cities. Why? I don't know. But one group, backed by the Canadian government, wanted his body to be put on display in Montreal, in Quebec. The other group, backed by the American entertainment industry, proposed Riverside in Iowa. The two groups came to a compromise where the body will alternate between the two cities for six months at a time. Montreal getting the coveted summer months. Oh, that's, that's nice. It's good that's that he's got nice. somewhere to go. Any more news? Mm. I think there was, but I can't remember it. Yeah. Have you got an addendum, real, Keith, or have you had it? No, no, I've given the cream for that. As we all know, at tea time on Saturday, do you remember after we had the crumpets? There was the new episode of Doctor Who. I didn't have crumpets. I haven't had crumpets for years. No, crumpets, not crumpet. I I missed it. Uh, No, you were there. No, I was having my colostomy bag changed. Oh, yes, that's what that was. Okay. Just in case nobody knows what we're talking about, this was the 12th Doctor, his first story. Yeah. Um, of course, it's, da- it's Daniel Radcliffe is the Doctor. Yeah. He used to be in those stupid witchcraft films years ago. Do you remember? Potty Friday man? the 13th. No, no, no. no. The no. Wicker Man. The Wicker Man. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Yes. There. 
And they're introducing that very nice girl, Peaches Geldof, as Apple uh, Plum Baker, the new companion. Oh, she's uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. She is nice, isn't she? Very sensible girl. Yes. I need my commode. Okay. <laughs> and the story was called Revenge of the Nymon. Oh. Uh, it was part one on Saturday, Search for the Merca. You oh. couldn't tell it was a good one. Oh. And it was written by Paul Cornell. I like Paul's oh. writing. Yeah. But oh. he wasn't going to write it, was he, until Terry? Sticks had that accident. Oh, that, yeah. 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 He got his neck back. And so Paul had to finish writing it. I wondered why it was rather good. Huh? Right, let's go over the guest stars, shall we? Mm, we had okay. Peter Andre as Bentley. He was a brave hero. Do you remember? Oh, ah. the one with the tan. That's the one. Oh, yeah. He had a six-pack. He did once. Oh. It's a 15-pack now. He carried it in his bag. His colostomy bag. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Then we had some woman called Jordan as the beer moth. Oh, yes, with the big... Um, yeah, nose. Teeth. Yeah, we, right. we, we didn't like her. She was nasty. The, front yes. the beer mat. Yes. Not the beer mat. Uh. Oh, tap your, your hearing aid. Give it a tap. Ow, feedback. <laughs> oh, okay. Then we had the late Billy Connolly and Ben Elton as the slightly dotty professors. Oh, Such yeah. a shame it about was. what happened to Billy. It was, yeah. isn't it? So unusual, too. I told them they should have used a stuntman, but they didn't listen. Uh, no. It's a pity it wasn't Ben Elton, because I like Billy Connolly. Yeah. That's yeah. a shame. It's a loss to the nation. Yes. And then we've got that very nice Brooklyn Beckham as young Bobby, the pain in the ass kid. He was a good terrible name, though. If I'd only been ass. 40 years younger, you'd have still been 30 years too old for and him. And he was slightly blind in one eye. He would have been my time I finished. So, El Presidente, why don't you yeah. run through the synopsis? Run? run. You oh. haven't seen him run, run in the past 20 years. Okay, let's yeah. dodder through the synopsis, give people an idea of what it was about. That, that young one, um, Bobby. Bobby, oh, Bobby. yes. He, he, he was he, nice. Yes, yeah, mm. yes, this fine ring. Rassilon, the ring of Rassilon. He finds it at a car boot sale and uh, he takes it. Oh. So he takes this mad professor, his uncle, oh. his favourite uncle. Was that Billy Connolly, God bless his soul? Yeah, they're very oh. close, weren't they? They weren't <laughs> then, or Bobby would have caught him. And, and the, uh, that mad professor, his uncle, shows it to his colleague. <gasps> and then, then um, that, that chap, the, the bent, uh, Bentley. The tanned one. Yes, the, the orange one. one. Yes. With the six-pack in his bag. Yes, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's at the lab, he's sweeping the floor. It's nice that he had a steady job, don't I never you thought think? He, did it very he had well, a hell of a time a few years the stalls, ago. Yeah. He did most people wouldn't they'd just round. dust round yeah, it was definitely method acting oh definitely uh, then, the, then the ring on the side it glowed it burst <gasps> energy and that's hemorrhoids I thought, I thought that was a very good special effect personally mm. very good special effect yes and they all get sucked into the ring they all get were. sucked oh, do okay into the ring oh, yeah. oh the ring yes they go head first into the ring I've got a rubber ring my piles like a bunch of grapes hanging from your Mm, it's like a bloody vineyard. Oh, well, that's nothing. You see that bookcase over there? Yeah. No. I can't. And, and, and he uh, transported to uh, Pneumonia. Oh, they're coming up with some good planet names. Uh, yeah. What happened 
on Nymonia. Um, That's the planet of damn silly monsters. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sure. They mentioned that last series. Did you oh. notice how yes. they linked that up? Brinkled in. They did. There, there were these people in black spandex, the guards, and they take them. Captured. Yes. Put them before the, uh, burr, the burr. The burr. The, burr. the, the, the one with the big, um... Yes. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, wake up! And uh, then, then that young uh, wizardy, the the, the the doctor. Oh, the doctor! He's such a nice lad. Yeah, he appears. The the alarm on it on his uh, on his console in the TARDIS. The gadgets. Yes, yeah. the gadgets of rustle on alarm goes off. Very useful that alarm. Mm. He should have fitted that years ago. Yes. Saved mm. so much trouble. So, so the the doctor and Apple, his, uh, his little companion girl. Does anyone mm. want some toast? No, thank you. Okay. Mm. They, they, they a cup of tea. Cup of tea. Oh, thank you. First they today. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you were saying something. Was I? Yeah, Apple. Oh, thank you. Yes. Anyway, Wait, the TARDIS has landed somewhere. <laughs> yes, and, and the Doctor and Apple go into the corridors. <gasps> That's always dangerous. And the Doctor pulls out his doodad. <laughs> so that wouldn't have happened in our day. No, yeah, no. I, I did get more interested at that point. So did I. It was a big one. Wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? It was, funky rustle on detector. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that as well. Yeah. And they run up and down corridors. It beeps and beeps and beeps. They all look the same to me. What, the corridors <laughs> or the funky Rassilon doodah thingy? I, I forget. So what do we think of this This Daniel Radcliffe oh, bloke? I thought he was yeah. very good. He's a nice young... Wake up. Meh. Man. That, that scar makes him look a bit weird. It does, doesn't it? He, he had that tattooed on, actually. He got oh. a bit into a previous role. I think he was a hobbit or something. Oh. Yeah. I, I quite like the fact he had the little goatee beard. He's the first Doctor with a beard. He is. Yeah. He's, he's like his own evil twin. He is. Mm, the eye patched a bit too much, though. Yeah, you know. I'm not sure about the puce suit. It might grow on me. But the puce suit? Grew on no, him. Puce. Puce. The puce, puce. suit. Suit. Oh, suit. Oh, sorry. Got to clean your ears up. I'll clean the glasses. I'm having trouble hearing you. Okay. And that, that spint, what's her name? Geldof, mm. chap's daughter. She's Peaches. Peaches. That's the one. She's very good as well. Cream, Feed the world. We had, we had someone write in. Uh, right. They actually wrote in. They did Pen? pens and hmm. stuff, yes. Um, how could they afford the paper? God knows, he must be some sort of criminal. Who, uh, who, who was it that it wrote was him? Someone called Ian. 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 It's barely a name, is it? You know, if you're going to have a name, you may as well have a proper one. Yeah. Not like the, the, Keith. The, 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 what wasn't... Uh, after, after, um, Use your words. You can do it. Quick, stick them into the mains. An assistant, assistant called Ian once. I'm, I'm, oh. I'm not sure. Yes, that big burly chap who gets us into the bath. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Not that kind of assistant. Uh, duh, duh. That, Is she that, talking that, bollocks again? No, that chappy, that chappy, um, the one in the TARDIS, the Daniel Radcliffe. Chesterfield. That's the one. Very comfortable. Ah, they are, aren't yeah. they? they cushioned you mm. and tie on. Uh, Mrs Jones did. Yes. I know. <laughs> I think she's still there. I think she is. Uh, they just covered her over with a throw. Yes. Any, anyway, what did the Chesterfield write in about? 
Ian Chesterfield said something very small that I can't see, so someone else is going to have to tell us. Uh, Willie. I, I, I got my new glasses the other day. Would you like me to see if I can... Go on then, go on then. Okay. No, well, on your eyes. Uh, oh, oh, oh. See? That's good. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, well, this, this Ian chappy, he writes I and he says... Um, well, he, he found it difficult to, to begin reviewing the 50th anniversary special, so one wonders why he actually bothered. Well, he probably lost his teeth. He probably did, but he, he, he like us, he blessed old Terence Dix. God rest his soul. Ah, oh, God rest him, yes. He Poor neck. No but, neck. But he couldn't he think help. even ah. how... That this was a bit stretching for him, but then, then when Paul took over, you know... Um, but with the twelve doctors, the two masters, and the three Ranis, uh, I guess it was a high point for him. But, but I think he'd given a like lot away there. Um, uh, he, he felt that okay. the, the footage of Christopher Eccleston—they uh, didn't even know no, there was the a lost episode in season one. Well, that's what I thought. How do you know if we've lost something but you had it? And, and they managed to work it into. Would you two stop stop talking no. over that? He managed to work it into the narrative so that there, there were three doctors um, pickled in time. Oh. We had my teeth the other day, didn't we? We did. Yeah. Yes, I can't like a beetle. Yes, a nice, um, nice and red. Yeah, it was, uh, no, the you You've got to read the letter. Oh yes, yes. The Davros versus Lumic in in chair to chair combat was sublime. He thought, but but he wasn't too keen on the bullet time slow motion. Mm. It, well, it did drag a bit. It, We're it, nearly dead, it, so it, you it know. Just, um, the cunning ploy of having what? all the dream sequences in black and white to work on all kind of footage. But I, I thought the television set had gone. So did I. I real Keith was banging the top of it. I Again. pay my colour licence. I don't watch I these things in black and white when I Banging. pay a colour licence. I know, I know, I know. It's illegal to bang TVs. I know, he had to go into solitary confinement with a cup of tea and a hobnob. Mm. But, 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 he, but he did say that there was some, there was some low points... Um, oh dear. The, the, the plot revolving around gold, gold Daleks and the return of the axons. He couldn't, he couldn't cope with it. But even that, that there was gold Cybermen from Voga. They seemed to forget mm. about the whole allergic to gold thing again, What's gone before? Bling. That's Stop. the one. Bling, 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 Cybermen. And, and, and he was quite surprised that Tegan, having left the airline industry, and now being a feminist activist, mm. and, and he felt Janet Fielding's participation wasn't worth the party political broadcast. I agree. And, 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 and I have to give, agree with this, considering how much you know I loved... Was it loathed or loved? I can't remember the word. Loathed. But that's the one, Rose. Doc 10.5 and the Time Tops. I thought they were just darling. Well, oh. He thought they were nauseous and I, well, I'm in Ian's, he's a man. Ian's camp here. No, make but, me but, hungry. But I do like the bit here. Captain Jack's arrival. Slice of cake. A la Terminator. Mm-hmm. Just so la Barrowman could do a full Monty in front of the TV oh, on but, BBC One. But at his age? I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, doing a full Monty in front of the, the TV. It's the best I've seen in many years. <laughs> I, I didn't. Did have me specs on I missed it yeah, you didn't miss a oh, lot dear. But, but he wishes us all happy 50th chaps happy 50th what I'm not sure 50th chaps uh, anniversary doctor now. anniversary happy 50th oh, doctor yes. anniversary oh. when's that on it was, it's this year it's just now wasn't it 2013 it was last Saturday oh.
having a sugar? Did you want any? Well, no, not sugar. That was a bit weird. Nobody did see that. I only yeah. liked it. You what saw that? that? Yeah, what was that? I, I've got no idea. Yeah, What's wrong? About, um, I don't know. Next segment. Okay. Okay. And now we have the return of everyone's favourite old dear to answer your heartfelt questions. Over to Nanny Island. Yay. Oh, God, Nanny. Yeah. You feel, it gives you a warm feeling inside to know that she's helping. That's heartburn. Oh, yeah. Dear Nanny Island, I have dreamed of being a Doctor Who girl, but people tell me I have no chance because I have just turned 50 and I'm a man. I have bought a blonde wig and have dieted for a whole year so I can fit into a pair of hipsters. Please tell me who to write to to get an audition. Yours mostly, Arthur J. Runcible, Maggie. Dear Maggie, Oh no, I, I'm not having this. All these perverts writing to me with their twisted problems and then there's Gordon Brown and his stupid head and as for the price of beans, just don't get me started, might they? That was brief. <laughs> we have something that doesn't need anything. <laughs> and now, folks, seriously, for one night only, oh. it's Swanee Kazoo. special guest stylophone. Yep. <laughs> Shall we go first, Crumbly? Okay. Right. Can you guess this tune? <laughs> Are they actually playing the same thing? (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah. <laughs> can you get it? Can you get it? Can you get no. it? No. I don't even think they were playing the same tune myself. <laughs> we were. We were. No. And we were playing it well. Uh, well what was not it? Not at then? the same time. It was Rent a Ghost. Go on then. Go Let's on have then. yours. On, I need to get my. <clears throat> Do you need the stylophone? A one, two, a one, two, three, four. <laughs> Let I us wonder. confer. <laughs> I wonder, was it perhaps Crossroads? No. no. Close. Close. Almost. Or the Magic Roundabout? No. No? Quantum Leap. <laughs> Quantum Leap. It was yeah. the Magic Roundabout. It was the Magic oh, Roundabout. Oh, God. I mean, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It was. It was. Definitely. Oh, now you dear. see why it was for one night only. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that oh. was Sonic Kazoo. Kazoo. The Revenge. And now, with us all full of cake and coffee, I'm wondering how the hell we're going to get to sleep this evening. <laughs> 
That sounds like you're depressed. Would you like some cake? I'll have some cake. Okay, cake, cake everybody. Yay. It's time for your feedback. You lovely people. What, more cake? No. Oh, no, no more that's cake. Harburn. Oh, 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 that's what it was. Right, we've had a poem from Chris. Yeah. Oh, poem. You. Very clever. Wow. It goes <laughs> thus. Chris says, Greetings, Staggering Stories team and the beheaded noble of Draconia. I think that's him. Mm, yeah. <laughs> noble head. of what? The head. Congratulations on reaching 50 podcasts. Apologies wow, yeah. about yep. the Thank Torchwood you. Children of Earth stuff last time. I was just hedging my bets in case. It's <laughs> all right. We've got that to look forward to. Oh, yes. uh, Torchwood special next time. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, to celebrate your 50th podcast, I've written a special poem to mark the occasion, or rather Ooh. a series of limericks. Ooh. Again, yeah. sorry if it's a bit long, but I've had to fit you all in. <laughs> Please don't be offended. It's all in good, good humour. Ahem. Ahem. So the 50th podcast has come, and the party, everyone's having fun. But the mood is then soured when Crumbly instructs the crowd to sing Shatner songs together as one. Fake Keith makes a dash for the cake. She did. But she finds it's also a fake. <gasps> Inside she can see, it's the head of her twee. You'll sport the surprise, my dear, for goodness sake. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Adam's beginning to worry. His television's shimmering, you see. Mr. Dalek comes through. He's come a long way, you know, using the Dalek mirror technology. Mm. Two dozen real keys then arrive. Hello. They've had their hands full with constructs since five. <laughs> it's now past their bedtime. The keys form a conga line, and together they sing Staying Alive. Ha, 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 ha. Staying Alive, Staying Alive. There's a noise from behind the curtains, and Jean opens them to see if it's friends. At first glance, there's no one in sight, but then she sees with delight... Win up a tree with a lens. <laughs> As Tony sips at his beer, he hears noises that sound awfully queer. Ooh. In the hallway, he finds clothes. In the cupboard, George McFadden's all exposed. Ooh. And Nanny Island enjoying herself, it would appear. <laughs> so, so how can I end, end this poem well? When, when I only have, have one thing left to tell. So, so from all of us to you, and, and you know that it's true... You've all done very, very well. Here's to another 50 till next time. Chris. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. As desperate rhymes go, that wasn't bad. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Go on here from Owen. Hello. Hello, Owen. Happy 50th podcast, chaps. Thank you. I hope fake Keith doesn't phase out of this one. Oh, yeah. I had a choice last time. I could either burst into tears, throw up, or insult everyone in the room, and I quite like everyone in the room, so I thought no I'd better go home so I did not a well bunny no no. Sun and blonde people really doesn't go well when there's no, no hats involved. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I am raising a glass of champagne in toast and give it to my mum and drinking some pop. <laughs> He's hoping to many more to come. Many, many more to come even. Many, 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 many. Thank you for that, wine. Dear team, you've all done very well. Congratulations on reaching the big 5-0. Mind you... The way that fake Keith left the show last time, I thought you were reaching a bigger body count than Torchwood. <laughs> which was Impossible. utterly brilliant. More next time. I'll keep it brief. Thanks for 50 great episodes. Who can forget such magical moments such as... Um, uh, um, well, moving on. Special naughty love to Jean. Ooh. Or should I say... <laughs> 
Wind's muse. <laughs> the shrine progresses well, though I had to take out the Christmas light. Inflatable woman and bottle of Rohypnol. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the way she says it. <laughs> the missus started asking too many questions. Get well soon, fake Keith. Thank you. You are still in my thoughts. God. Just not the special thoughts <laughs> we used to share. Oh, thank you. God. <laughs> well, I say share. What I mean is, I had the thoughts and then shared them with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God be with you, Win. You're a strange man, Win. And now, it's that time again, that special time oh. just for Win. Subliminal messages! Ah, uh, thank you. I've got one last letter here. Go on, then. Oh, we've got another Ooh. lot. Well, actually, 27 letters. Sorry? 27 of them. They all look pretty much identical. In fact, Ooh. they could almost be photocopies, but ah. they're not quite. <laughs> it says, Dear team, you've all done very well. Oh, oh this is... Um, it's him. Oh, him. God, it's yeah. Him. It's munificence. Eric! No, Bert. no. Yours, George McFadden. Oh, oh. George! That's oh. the first one I've ever had from George. Hmm. I think they've all been stuck in the post. They all came at once. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, dear. And so, with much regret, that brings us to the end <laughs> of our 50th podcast. In the next one, it's a Torchwood special. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So, until then, this is me, Golden Anniversary Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. This is me, slightly baffled fake Keith, saying bye. This is me, not quite so plump anymore, Adam, saying goodbye. This is me, the fairly normal one amongst the bugs, Gene <laughs> Riddler, saying au revoir. You're coming through loud and clear, Captain. That's because I'm standing here. Oh, yeah. You have been reading the Staggering Stories podcast featuring Adam J. Purcell, Gene Riddler, Crumbly, Fake Keith, and... No, I just can't bring myself to say it. Look, Adam shot and killed the real Keith ages ago in one of the very early podcasts. Admittedly, it came as a bit of a blessing to the real Keith. I mean, you know, we, we had just made him listen to the Sea Devils music. Uh, I, I, I'm drifting. Uh, where was I? Oh, yes. And so-called real Keith. All views expressed to those of the speaker and don't represent those of the other speakers or of the website. No copyright infringement is intended, and this podcast is a fake Keith production for www.staggeringstories.net. See you in 50. Ow. <laughs> He's caught lost in his nose. hat. <laughs> caught on me nose. It's the only man I know who gets lost taking off a hat. <laughs> That's my I'm thing now. Is my thing okay? Your thing's fine. Oh, As it things go. Off. Oh. <laughs> it fell off. His thing fell off. Oh, well, he is old. Come on, eat your cake. I am, I am. I'm scraping the plate thing. El Presidente, right? lick it. Come on. Made me like this. Oh, you're disgusting. <laughs> I'll do a, a hookup. <laughs> In the style. It might change the habits of a lifetime. <laughs> oh, you know me so well. I do. I think I still owe you 20 quid, actually. Pardon? <laughs> when did this happen and why did I miss it? <laughs> we invited you, but you obviously You were watching the, the telly. Yeah. Yeah. Your thing was broken. Adam was there. <laughs> 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 Lucky Adam. 
your president is gone to the toilet. He's gone He's to the toilet. Wee He's, wee. Gone. He's doing a wee. All splish, splish, splash. Splash. He was having a slash. That's very rude. <laughs> He's giving it a shake. Tap, tap. <laughs> If See, it, you owe me a fiver. Okay. <laughs> I told you you wouldn't just wipe it on the wall. Uh. <laughs> uh. Do men actually tap or do they just give it a quick shake? <laughs> this is something women need yeah, to we, know. We've never known Give this. it a quick shake, no. Yeah, give it a quick shake, yeah. don't, you, don't you sort of use loo roll and... Dab in. No, no, no. Dab no. Dab old people do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just in case a few drops seep out there. This is why men don't wear base trousers very often. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you're wearing white trousers, I'm allowed to go. See, I didn't know that. We now know what happens in the toilet with men. We didn't What's know that? before. What's that? We didn't know if men shook or tapped or dabbed with toilet roll. Um, I wiped it on the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Poor bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> Newkirk, oh. that package of sex. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, oh I used the wrong word then. I'll start that again. Called Grunhild. You can do it. You can do it. Get those teeth around it. <laughs> dead puppies, dead puppies. Called Grunhild. <laughs> she can't do it, you know. She can't. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Dead puppies, dead puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to say it for you? <laughs> she just it. wants to say it. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I've got an ultrasonic. <laughs> I'm falling off. <laughs> Sorry. Shatner? Gone? Yes. Oh. I knew him well. <laughs> <you know. laughs> Saying something. Was I? Yeah, Apple. Oh, thank you, yes. said something very small that I can't see, so someone else is going to have to tell us. Uh, Willie! <laughs> what did he just say? Willie! <laughs> oh, something small. 
I just you learned like... something new about Andy. Does <laughs> <laughs> Jane know? That's why she's got that vaguely disappointed look on her face. Oh. <laughs> place redecorated don't like it right then where is this hmm come on out with it where have you brought me to this time they're probably all up in their comedy bed this is the staggering stories podcast right and we're here why exactly when i was here before i left something behind something very dangerous a kipper behind the radiator no you'll see now, where did I... Where did... Joe! Don't go down there. But it's only a cellar. Didn't you see the notice on the door? Warning, special secret underground lair, keep out. Well, yes, but, I mean, really, it's just a typical staggering stories joke, isn't it? No. No, no, it isn't. There are no jokes. Down there lies... the pool of deadly pyjamas. Don't you mean piranha? No pyjama. This is Adam we're talking about. An evil, twisted, bent mind, if ever there was. Still, it could be worse. He could have carried on with the experiments on clan. Right. So, what are we looking for? I can only help if you actually explain it to me. Something small. Something deadly. Something... Oh, look, cake. Oh, I don't believe it. They actually do have the head of Pertwee here. On a spike! All right, you said he was twisted, but and I believe you. I was trying Ow! What? Something. Hang on. What are you doing in there? At the risk of coming across as the archetypal Doctor Who companion, what is it? It's Mr. Dalek. Hello, Mr. Dalek. Why are you hiding in a cake? I see. If Daleks can hide underwater and under sand dunes, then why shouldn't you hide in a cake? Well, it's not polite to interfere with anything cake-related. You see, cakes go very well with nice cups of tea. Tony, it's a toy. Don't say that... Duck! <laughs> see? See? I warned you. I did. I, I warned you. Would you listen? No, 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 no. Give me that. Right, you little bugger. You're going somewhere safe. Hmm, yes. Behind here. Behind the sideboard? I suppose that could work. I mean, it did last time. There's probably still a webcam pointed that way, so folks can keep an eye on him. Oh, well, that's that sorted. At least that's out of the way. You mean that's all we came here for? Yes. Well, that and cake. What about wishing them a happy 50th episode? 50? Dear Bod, I remember the first one, you know. Twenty-five and a half years it took to edit. Seven hundred and forty-one years. Man and boy. All the tracks were out of sync, you see, and Crumbly was popping. And as for Adam, well, I mean, I had a responsibility, didn't oh, I? You know, God. I mean, how could I possibly allow that Happy sort of psyche to lose out on the internet? It, it just, it, and it please, it, it, I, do you I had want to, to take him back? And I just had to please. think this through. Please. And, I mean, the morality of it. And then fake Keith turned up, and it, it, it's... It, I,